1: To order today, visit one 800 flowers slash tune in That's one 800 flowers Let's go!
7: You want NFL experience? Then this is the show for you. This is Up on Game with LeVar Arrington. T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris.
8: Did you hear that? LeVar
7: Arrington, T.J.
8: Hushmanzada,
7: Plaxico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl Champion Plaxico Burris.
8: Welcome into the show, second hour. Time flies when you're having fun this hour coming up pretty soon you will want to hear seven-time pro bowl linebacker five-time all-pro patrick willis he will be on the show we'll see what he's up to these days one of the greatest backers to ever play the game arguably the greatest if you ask me Shouts uh, shots out to our 600 affiliates out there listening to us uh shots out to Gavin and I so we'll start the show off with, with basically saying, Okay, Gavin is you're going to the Doug Gottlieb show, you you got the call. The the GM said that Damn you you're, Doug. you're a playmaker and you make <laughs> such big plays, we're gonna put you in the game. Um, it was just like draft
6: night, you know, I got to, the phone rang, I answered it, I got called up that's
8: dope man we, we we appreciate all you've done on our show like yeah,
6: right.
0: i
3: can totally relate to you guys i don't know what yeah, you're talking right? about
8: did you did you cry did you did you hug your loved ones were y'all sitting on there the couch emotions. watching the tube there and were all that?
6: waterworks there were no um look it's bittersweet man we're we're just getting rocking on this show and yeah. and man we, we both we all know big things coming and uh you know so, so that's the tough part, but yeah, moving to uh, you know noon to three Pacific on the weekdays with nice. Doug So
4: uh, well we wish you all the day.
8: luck, man. we Thank wish you, you all the luck in the world and speaking of you getting draft, uh, our draft coverage on Fox Sports radio, it's all brought to you by NetSuite. You're still running your business on QuickBooks. Yeah, question mark. More like quicksand, I think. You know, you kind of sink in that. But, you know, the bigger your company grows, the faster you sink with outdated software. we all been there before, right? Okay, well, NetSuite, they're offering a one-of-a-kind financing program. That's special financing at netsuite.com slash draft. Yeah, you got to love that. Netsuite.com slash draft. Make sure you go check it out, you know. Could help fulfill your needs and all that good stuff. So, yeah, there you have it. And... Here we are. The conversation coming out of the first day of the draft. I just want to throw this out at U T J and Plex. Who was who was your favorite draft pick so far for the twenty twenty one NFL draft? And just give us a quick reason as to
9: why. I, I'm I'm gonna say both the uh Penn State guys, so Lavar would have to come with something else. That's no, so funny. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have one, but you yeah. you, you know, I got. I have two guys that I really liked them. Um, one is somewhat obvious, I guess, because he. Was, I believe the best player on the board was Panay Sewell going to Detroit. When 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 you can get an offensive lineman that is twenty years old, you would assume his best football is ahead of him. Like if he can get developed, he's twenty years old. Didn't play football last year. Mm-hmm. I felt he was the best tackle in the draft, and that's what Dan Campbell wants to do. Detroit wants to be physical and run the ball, so you get a 20-year-old first-round pick.
10: And bite kneecaps. They had an excellent draft, by the way, the Detroit Lions. I
9: I like the Detroit Lions, but I like Chicago Bears also moving up, grabbing Justin Fields. I love that. And and so those two teams, I thought the first round, in my opinion, those were the best two picks of the first round.
10: Right, so uh I'll say this. I think I called one last week with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Najee Harris trying to reinvent the game. You did call that You did. And it, it, they need a work they need a work type say, running back he did say to that. play in Pittsburgh. They gotta get that running game back established if they want to compete Plex. in the is, it the, North. is it the
9: is it the R B or is it the O
10: line? No, it's the running back. Or they the, need a new running back. Uh you no know what? Pouncey just retired. Yep. They so needed the center. You know. So, we don't know how this whole thing is going to look until, you know, the game start going and they actually start running the football. But my best pick for me was Jamar Chase mm. for, 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 a number, for, for a couple of reasons. The, the, the guy was so gifted back in 2019, caught 20 touchdowns, almost went for 1,800 yards, man. That, that's, that's just completely mind-blowing. But for him to opt out. The 2020 season for COVID, and to have that much confidence in yourself and your ability to opt out, he was a Blitnikoff win in 2019 and, and knowing that he, he would have been the best wide receiver going into the 2021 season at, at the wide receiver position, and his, his draft status would not have changed. And we had this conversation in this show like the first you know two shows uh, you know when, when we first got started. But when I look at him, man, he looks from an athletic standpoint. He looks exactly like Odell Beckham, athletically, mm. going up attacking the football. And when he gets the ball in his hand, man, he's he's quick, he's lights out. But I think for the Cincinnati Bengals to take him without seeing him playing a twenty-one season, he gets reunited with Burrow, which they they you know. It, the resume speaks for itself when those two guys play together. But I think that he's better than Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson came out of LSU last year and went to Minnesota 14, 1,500 yards. And I think he's better than Justin Jefferson. Hmm. I, don't know, I don't know what's in the bayou, what's going on down in the crawfish in the water and all those things. But, but they're coming over, out of there. Listen, over the last 10 years, man, the wide receiver has been dynamic. Mm -hmm. Jarvis Landry, Odell, Justin Jefferson, and now we're talking about Jamar Chase. I think he is going to be an all-star type wide receiver, and I think he's going to be a lot better than what everybody thinks he is. I like
8: it. I like it. Well, you know, I could obviously say my pick being Micah Parsons going to Dallas, but we already know he's going to the self-proclaimed America's team. His family are, are big Dallas fans, which is interesting. He he always wanted to be a Dallas Cowboy. That's and, crazy. you know, going to that market, what, what that means, I mean, that's big time for him. But I got to tell you, we we talked about Jason Owe going to the Baltimore Ravens. And we had him on the show last week. Here's what he had
9: to say.
11: In terms of, you know, teams that talk to me the most, I, I would say
9: it's like a, a Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. A Raiders team
10: like that, the sneaky Raiders. So you know teams like that. If you go to the Ravens, you can, it's forget, over. About it. Oh, <laughs> you can forget about it's, it. Yes, it. it's a plug and play. It's mm. a plug.
8: So we had that conversation last week, and guess where he went?
11: The Baltimore Ravens select Jason Away, linebacker, Penn State.
8: I guess you could say we do really be putting you up on game with the stuff that we be talking about because you definitely said Najee Harris to to the uh, to the Steelers and right. and we had the draft pick himself on the show talking about the Ravens and and our opinions on that. That's easily my favorite choice. I think they did some great things in the in the draft to to try to bolster that that Ravens team. Uh, but adding a guy like J- Jason Oway to that defensive front is going to be very, very interesting to see how it all p- uh, pans out for them because I think he has such a tremendous trajectory and a ceiling. And a lot of those things may have gotten a little lost in, oh, he didn't have a sack this year, or you know, what's his experience look like? Sometimes you you just got to go based off of what. Uh, you you realize the the potential of of the player is going to be, and I really like Absolutely. that about Jason Oway. So, yeah, that was my favorite. Now we, I'm curious to to what what some of these teams that that have made decisions. You you brought up the Detroit Lions and and your pick and getting a dominant guy on the on the offensive line, and and so to me. Did did the draft go so far at least in the first round guys? Did the draft go the way that you guys had anticipated
9: or what were their surprises? How how yes. what
8: was your take on it?
9: You know what surprised me and I I hope this kid can prove me wrong. I really felt like it was a reach for Plex's old team to draft Kadarius Tony in the first round. Oh, mm. man. You,
10: you, you took everything just from that. Uh, <laughs> just it, I, oh.
9: I, I truly feel like, and, and, and I'll tell you why. Kadarius Tony is quick as two cats. The, his start and stop ability is unbelievable. But he's more of a gadget guy in my opinion. I don't think you spend a first-round pick on a guy that we're going to use on reverses. We're going to use on bubble screens. He needs to be an every-down receiver, and you just paid Galladay. You have Sterling Shepard. You have Darius Slayton. I, I don't see why they reached to get a guy that I view as a gadget guy. If you watch this pro day, which I went back and watched, his hands didn't seem natural to me, and, and I hope that's not the case, but I, I felt like the Giants reached. Um, he does have the ability, but I, I can't draft a guy in the first round and he's a gadget guy, in my opinion.
12: Mm.
10: Man, I have to, you know, I was sitting here just saying the same thing with everything you were just saying, man. You know, understanding the New York Giants philosophy and, and understanding the culture and and what the offense is 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 mm. built on. Um, like you said, uh, he's a gadget guy, uh, Cardarius Tony. And f- for me, with Daniel Jones, with the inconsistency that he's been playing with, and with trying to fill some holes in the offensive line, I think that they should have went out and got an offensive lineman or a left tackle, Christian Davison from Virginia Tech. But when when Jalen Waddle went to the Miami Dolphins at six, because I I believe that they were, you know what, they thought that he was gonna be available at eleven, and which they would have taken him, which I said last week. So they went with the second best option of Jalen Waddle and taking Cardarius Tony, but I don't believe that that was the best pick for them. If anything, take the best play off the board, solidify your offensive line, go get your left tackle to protect Daniel Jones, so he can get the ball to these guys. So with all this being said, David Gettleman, I've known these guys for the last you know, uh, 15, 16 years, there are no more excuses for Daniel Jones. Hmm. There are no more excuses. He's supposed to be the heir apparent to what Eli Manning is. He's basically the carbon copy of what Eli was over those last, you know, seventeen, sixteen, fifteen 16, 15 years or whatever it may have been. There are no more excuses. You talk about the offense in which he's been surrounded by and which T.J., Just mention, you bring in Kyle Rudolph. You're supposed to get a healthy Saquon Barkley back in September. Galladay, Shepard, Slayton, and Evan Ingram. There are no more excuses for this young man. That offense is loaded now. They got everything. But what you don't have is an offensive line to protect Daniel Jones so he can get the football to these guys. So, just like you said, TJ, it was a reach, I think they took the second best Jalen Waddle prototype, so to speak, because, see, he wasn't there at 11. But to jump out there and take this guy, he may be able to take the top off of the coverage in the slot. I've watched him. He's cat quick, just like you said. He get the ball in his hands in open space. He's, he, he, he's almost impossible to get on the ground. But I think you've got to solidify your offensive line. If you have a franchise quarterback, you have to be able to protect him, because if you can't protect him, he can't be at his best. In the media, in New York. Oh my goodness! If Daniel Jones does not come out and perform this year with the weapons that he has, it's it's,
8: it's a wrap. It's it's a wrap. It might be a wrap for the GM too.
10: It's a wrap. They haven't made the playoffs since 2011. That's unacceptable. They haven't looked in good. the Big Apple. Talking about ten years, not even being able to get to the playoffs. Hmm. So I think Dave Gettleman hung his hat. On the on the hook and say you know what I'm going with this guy, but I don't think it was a great pick at all.
8: I'm I'm going to go to the Patriots and say that I think that they won. Uh, I I really like the fact that they they're addressing their defense as aggressively after picking what seemingly be uh, assumingly could be the next great quarterback for them in in Mac Jones. So uh, it's interesting because. For some strange reason, a lot of people thought Mac Jones would go earlier than what he did. He, he went to 15 or fell to 15, whichever one you want to call it. I don't know. But going to the New England Patriots, that should be an interesting scenario because in a lot of ways you can look at the body type, the type of game, the, the reads, progressions, a lot of things, there are a lot of similarities to... Yes, uh, I'll say to the guy that came out of Michigan during the course of that time at, in the draft. So,
10: hey, can I say something? Can I cut you off right? Quick. quick.
13: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
4: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
2: And I'm Skip Bronson.
6: or wherever you get your podcasts,
14: one of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was
4: twenty years ago today. We had a big bear of a land, it was called Mal It who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, "Will you pass the salt and pepper?" And I misheard him. I said, "What? Salt and pepper?"
14: This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs: Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude, and McCartney's favorite song in his entire catalog: Here, There, and Everywhere. Listen to Season 2 of McCartney, A Life and Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
10: I say that, yeah, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Do do you think that Bill Belichick took this guy because he thinks that he can build another Tom Brady?
8: I think he took the guy because he believes he can build another championship caliber quarterback out of Tom Brady. You know what uh, they say, if you feel like you
9: made me, then make another me. Yeah, yeah, that was the...
8: It's finally here, the big game. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Plus, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York. That means you can bet from almost one-third of the country. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New users sign up with code UPONGAME and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's code UPONGAME only at DraftKings. Sportsbook. 21-plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text and TN Redline Line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369.
9: Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat.
0: Visit NHTSA.gov
9: slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
8: (laughs) Ha ha! Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Up on game. T.J. Hushmanzada up in here looking like Prince.
9: Pause. Stretch Armstrong, Plexico hey, Burris. Y'all know nothing about Morris. Day and the time, baby. <sighs> hey, hey, I could,
8: I could see you being the lead singer and seeing <laughs> what play, and see <laughs> Plexico playing, playing the playing a, playing a lead guitar. Playing now, nah, you know what? I could see Plexico playing the uh, drums. I, I can see you stand like the stand up drums though, <laughs> not not the sit down, not the sit down drums. I, I, yes. I think it'd be way better and with a Jerry curl and and yeah. some you know like
10: with his with his shirt off and the baby pot on his chest. But
8: I'm talking about you though. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> hey, could you imagine Plex at six what, six five, six six standing up play playing the stand-up drums while you was up hey, front. Mongo. He start off with a white beater on and he get hot and take it off. <laughs> you know, with the head gloves, you know, the driving gloves with yeah. the studs, the silver studs on them and all that good yeah. stuff. Hey,
10: hey, I guarantee I guarantee you one thing, my my house will be clean and my pool will be warm. <laughs> it's going to be warm. Speaking of the house clean and pool
8: warm, our next guest, very, very esteemed fella, somebody that I, man, have such an affinity and admiration for, played the position I played. Uh, but he played it at a different level than pretty much everybody who's done it. I
9: remember when I ran him over when we played him, too. Yeah, I want to hear about oh, that. Whoa, I want to hear all whoa. about <laughs> it. Uh, seven-time Pro Bowl linebacker,
8: five-time All-Pro, should be heading into that uh, Hall of Fame as a first ballot guy, our guy Patrick Willis. Man, welcome into the show. Appreciate you coming on, giving us a little bit of your time, man.
11: No, I appreciate you, folks, for having me, man. It's honored honor to be on here.
8: Now, people may not know this, but, but the way our relationship really jumped off pause is, is really based upon cooking. You know, I, I, we were we were inspiring each other with the dishes that we were putting on social media and it became like a linebacker meals thing. And we started exchanging, you know, war war recipes on on stuff that we were making.
11: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, true. Yeah, yeah, I, I was admiring with you, man. I kill I kept, every time I. Was, every time I looked on my social media, I would see you cooking something and posting something. And to myself like, all right, I see him, but you know, I, I can whip up something too now. Hey Pat, yeah. you notice though? You notice
9: you ain't seen any cooking in a while. Varo, you know he's trying, he trying, he trying to it. drop I that it. weight so he ain't cooking <laughs> <Yeah>. no more. <laughs> he no more cooking.
7: <laughs>
8: hey, so what you got going on these days, P-Will? I mean, you you had such a brilliant career. Um, there's so many things we can draw from. But but as, as it transitions, as you transition out of the game and being as dominant as, as you were in the game, have you taken that same – mindset and that, that same approach and applied it to to something different post post football career and if that if so, what do you have going on right now?
11: You know, um I have. I have. I mean I've I've uh, it's been a process and uh what I mean by that is, you know, as soon as I retired, you know, I jumped right into tech and as anything what well, now, you know, you have your running stones, you have your stepping stones and so as I say, I kind of got hit by like Tyson a little bit, so it, it really humbled me to really just say, you know what, I need to take a pause. I need to really figure out, you know, how this next uh, world is moving, how it's operating. And so i just really been patient, um, but still, you know, operating um, in fashion. And um, so i just kind of been and dabbling a little bit in real estate and, um, and technology.
6: Mm-hmm.
9: Now, how long have you been retired, Pat?
11: Uh, this is one of my seventh year now. Um, oh and I and I and I, I, I thought so.
9: I thought so. The way you came into the league coming out of Ole Miss, oh he we don't know if he has a size, he's a little undersized and then you showed him I might not have the physical stature, but I got the heart of a giant. When, when you look at being retired for seven years and certain guys getting into the Hall of Fame, do you feel you've been overlooked? Because although you didn't play a long time, I thought it was first when ballot, you were I in the league,
11: seven. you were Jeez. an animal. Do you feel like you've been overlooked in the Hall of Fame ballot? You know, um, that, that's a great question. You know, and a lot of people have, you know, spoke about it and talked about it. And for me, you know, I was just truly really grateful, man, to be able to get there and, play the game and, and leave a mark. working. I told myself, I said, you know, I would just let my play play for, I would let my play speak for itself. And for me, I had seen a lot of guys who I felt, um, you know, maybe should be in the Hall of Fame and, and not in there, um, that I was like, you know what, I'm not going to get caught up in all of this. I'm just going to play the game, control what I can control, and maybe one day um, I'll make it in there. But if not, I mean, it's been an honor just being able to go out and show the world to all who tuned in. Um what a small kid from Tennessee with uh, with with passion, with purpose, and vision uh, can accomplish, and um, and that's it. So I would let the rest take care of itself.
10: Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, uh, hey, so Pat, so uh, we haven't this Plex man. I, we haven't had the opportunity to meet yet on a personal level, but so I'm, I'm gonna tell you and let you know how I was introduced to you.
0: I know
10: <laughs> uh, right So we're playing a Giant Stadium I believe it's like 0- 0- 07 It's like 3rd and 14 3rd and 15 You guys jump into A Tampa 2 For people that don't Know what Tampa 2 Is it's basically two Corners up 5 yards Corn- uh Seth is going back To the deep And patch running Down in the middle Field So I say to myself So I, I got a bang Eight on the backside. We're in the 3 by 1 And I say I'm not going outside You know what I'm going to go inside the co- I'm going to go inside The corner and put down the seven-step post real quick, there's no way that Patrick Willis is going to be able to get to me. So I turn around, the ball's in there. I catch the ball. And, TJ, you, you know when you get that feeling, you catch the ball, and you look up, and it's like deer in the headlights. You're like, like, oh, what are you doing oh here? Oh, my goodness. And you know it's about to be a baby train wreck. <laughs> and 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 you see it, and you can't get down quick enough, and he hit me like, Hey,
9: and for all, I, the, this, for all the youngsters listening, this is when you could get banged and it was no problem. Right, right. So,
10: so he hit me with a baby forearm and a clothesline at the same forearm. time. Was it a grown man forearm or yeah. was it a baby clothesline? So I think he hit me with the forearm, <laughs> then he clotheslined me from the back, yeah. around the back, and the ball popped out. And Coach Coffin looked at me, and I'm like, man, what you want me to do, man? That's Patrick That's Pat Willis. Willis. <laughs> right. Mama. So, so I'm like, yo, there's no way that he, he can make this play. There's no way that a linebacker can run down the middle of the field and beat me to the point, and it's like a seven-step bang, but I was wrong, you mm-hmm. guys. You know what? It wasn't the fact that I dropped the ball. It was the fact that you clotheslined me, and you <laughs> walked off and didn't even say nothing to me so I could say something back. I said, man, he's just going to hit me hard like that and just walk off the field and don't yeah. even say nothing. So, yeah, so yeah. with all that being said, man, um, you know, w- w- when I heard that you was announcing your retirement, I was shocked because I was like, man, here he is. He's the best linebacker in football. Arguably the best I've ever seen for him to, for him to as a grown man to sit down and evaluate himself and look himself in the mirror and say, "You know what? I've had enough." So, what was the the the, the decision that made you walk away when you were at the top of your game?
11: Oh uh, man, that's a great, uh, that's a great question. And um and truthfully, I mean, that's all I can do. I, I say my truth is my sincerity. Um, that's my credentials and I remember um, when I first got into it, when I first was drafted, I remember um, before I even got drafted, I'd always heard the NFL still not for long. And so I told my, I asked myself, I was like, well, how do you know when to retire? Like, How do you know when it's going to be over? How do you know when it's going to be time to transition and go into the next phase? And I remember asking B.Y., and I really didn't get the answer I was looking for. I asked Jeff Ulbricht. I didn't get the answer I was looking for. Um, I even asked Derek Smith. I didn't get the uh, answer I was looking for. So I just remember Shitty. I said that myself. But yeah it's me, and yeah. I said to my I was like when i guess I guess when I know I have the passion to play the game and give it everything I have, um then I know it's time to pass it on to the next guy, the next generation and and let them have it and um and as people could see the next the next predecessor to me, the next person that wanted me was Navarro, mm-hmm. and so with the way I was DLT. feeling the way you I had both. always yeah, I'd always looked at the game, I was like, you know, I don't want to be that guy that that, that guy that shouldn't in the head that don't want to really be here that's kind of frustrating me my body was just not the same my feet was at the point where i was like i've been complaining so much about my feet over the years and when i finally <laughs> said it, it was like, they was like was what you about? i was like what's the one thing have y'all heard me talk about since i've been here and they was like well, your feet i'm like the time has come but it's okay you know the next guy's in line he's going to take it and they're going to do what they're going to do with it and so i just felt um you know it was the right thing to do kind of like a a Lion King type of thing, or not, You know, the setting on me and rising on on another, and um, and yeah, and I just felt like that was that was the uh, the best thing to do for not just for myself, but for the organization as well. Because I feel like you can wow. stay too time and be that bad apple, or be that be that bad fruit that you know you just you just not you just not there. And so that was it.
8: <laughs> Pat, you brought up you brought up Sticks Junior, my my child. Um. Yeah, I made it about me in that moment. But it was certainly about both of you guys. Are y'all the best linebacker, inside backer duo in the history of the game? You
11: know, man, that's <laughs> – Just, just, I mean, just yeah. – Man, you've to been say, too you're, humble, you're, You know, you're, you're you retired You've been too now. humble. You know what I mean? No, you, no, you, you, know, <laughs> you should be in the Hall of Fame. Let them know that.
9: And no, beat, let's go. No,
11: again, again, I, I'm the type of person I say, you know – Film don't lie, um, you know the stats don't lie themselves. I mean, those who tuned in were able to watch. You know what you saw, uh, week in and week out. And so I let them all be the be the be the judge of you know that. But as far as Navarro and I, that's not. I can honestly say like the the, the energy him and I put out each game each week. Um, oh. I mean it was it was something special. And I don't like to compare it to to others because if you if it was Coach Vic right now, you know he would be talking about the guys he coached back in the early days or whatnot at the at the at the dome or whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> um so with all that, you know, I just I give respect to those who came before, but I also respect the work that he and I did and um I'm grateful to, you know, got to play with with a young specimen such as yourself and um, you know, I just I'll leave it there. So the answer is yes.
6: <laughs>
11: so the yeah, answer
8: I is, just, yes, Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis is probably Scary the hours. the greatest duo of inside backers. I, I wanna, A lot of athleticism. We're going to have to put that one out there for, for consumption. <laughs> what up, Bo? <laughs>
9: hey, right. What you got, TJ? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Pat, let me. That grill. L- look, at, I need. I actually want. I have two questions for you. One doesn't even mm-hmm. pertain to football, show, um, escapades in Brazil, but I'm gonna leave that alone. Oh, yeah, up the mountain <laughs> to kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go <laughs> I, I, I want to know about, about that too. One. I want to hear I, about I, it. I heard okay, about okay. That one yet. I'm gonna ask you this question and then go ahead and tell us that story. <laughs> um, uh, uh, if you're see. following the draft, what do you make of the 49ers drafting Trey Lance and are you still connected with the organization? Um,
11: oh, man, um, and my what I think about the, them drafting uh, Trey Lance. Uh, first, I would say to that, you know, it's, um, man, this league is very interesting. I mean, it's, it's some they they are always they are always drafting. And anytime you go, you see somebody get drafted in your position, you know, your eyes kind of you know get wide. But I always say the only thing you can do is control what you can control. And Jimmy seems like a you know a great a great teammate, and so I know he's going to do you know what needs to be done. would that being said, you know they. They kind of they kind of hinting at what they you know what their future is to come. Um, so you know looking at it from a bird's eye view, you know it kind of like it's, it's it's what you see. Um, with that being said or whatnot, um, I I like the quarterback that they took. I mean respect to the other quarterbacks, but uh, older gentleman had asked me. Um, he, he said, what do you think about the guys? And I really it was just the night before or the night of other draft. I was in New York. We're um, coming home. And I said, I said, you know, out of those out of those quarterbacks, I was like, man, you know, analytically speaking, I've seen the other guys come out. They, you know, they do what they do, but they just don't top it. You know, even the guys in the SEC, and I'm an SEC guy, I said, but it's something about a guy who's hungry. Guys saying he don't have a lot of experience, and he ain't he ain't played the top program, he ain't done it. I mean, I, I was like, that means that he's more open to be learning. I mean, he's he's more open to learn. He's gonna be hungry. Um, that would be the guy I would go with and lo and behold that's the guy they picked so I was like hell yeah Mm. so I was I was glad they picked I was glad they picked him and then um, (laughs) as far as just being um, uh, connected with the organization um, I still you know uh, chat from time to time Uh, Jay and I still uh, have a conversation here and there just checking on one another saying hello Um, John kind of same way just shout out especially you know the hall of fame and stuff whatnot but I kind of just took some time, you know, to myself. I really told myself I was going to give myself the same amount of time that I gave to the game. I was going to give that time to myself to really just find myself again, um, learn myself, hear myself, know myself. And um, so now, you know, it's going in that seventh year. I've, you know, kind of been chatting a little bit here and there, but, you know, we'll, you know, we'll see. We'll see what, what comes in the, in the new future. All
8: right, do not shake, do not sidestep, pass, rush, slip the block on, on uh, Brazil. We need. No, we, no, no. We what happened? What happened, in the, what, what what happened the in the mountain, dog? Know, I do
11: business. not know the story. What <laughs> happened Long in the mountains? You to
10: – man? Go ahead.
11: No, no. First, I would say. No, no. We just need a two-minute <laughs> story. Two minutes. All right, two minutes. All right. This is. I would say when I was there, it wasn't. It, it was kind of crazy or not in the sense that I was coming down. The camera fell on the guy. one night, come down the hill. and He was really like. It was one of those movie scenes where you'd be like, in the movies, you ask, how, how did they drop the key when, when somebody, like when the killer's coming after them, or they get scared <laughs> Right. And the house yeah. kind of how it was to me. I just remember, I froze, and I was like, oh, man, this is it. Like, <laughs> I saw my life flash, before, just for a moment, and then all of a sudden, I was like, uh, the guy started talking to him, he was like, no, no, he was like, I said, no, 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 man, it's all good. He's like, no, all right, two and you will fall. But the guy that was with us, the guy that was with us he was speaking, he was, he, he, he was speaking um, Portuguese, and so... I would say all that in in this two minutes. I would say all that to say, man, when you youngsters go out, whether you're young or old, when you go out, make sure you got some um, uh, guys with you, someone who can really speak the language, someone who can really speak your behalf or whatnot, because that was like a little freaking moment. It wasn't even nothing crazy, but it was just. It's just how it was at that moment. So he was um, telling
9: you something you so, can understand, and he was ready no, to I shoot. No, I couldn't
11: understand it. Now, I'm, over there, I'm over there trying to speak uh, Spanish. To <laughs> 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 you know, speak one word, and they look at it. No, so they look yeah. like. Moebius, like Moebius. <laughs> <in. Yeah, laughs> yeah, hey,
10: like, no, 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 no. no. I'm like, I know you gotta
11: know that one. No, no, no. no,
10: no. <laughs> yes
9: oh, and no is universal. Oh man.
8: But you made it out of the mountain. I mean, did, did you make – did you go – did y'all You're go ain't back? You going back. <laughs> did you go back?
11: I, I, I would. I would go back. Uh, this time, make sure I, I, you know, learn a little bit more. And this time, I'll probably just keep, keep all the gadgets in my, in my pocket. No gadgets. I would, I'd just, I'd just let my eyes and just a moment take
10: care of myself. Absolutely. <laughs> memories. That's yeah. What they call. Uh, yeah he, pulled, he
9: pulled out his phone, and they told him, don't pull out any phones. They didn't want anything recorded. Oh, and so that man. was the problem. Before oh, we let no. you
8: go, before we let you go Pat, one one question and then and then let us know if you're promoting anything and uh, you want to plug anything, but but Micah Parsons just got drafted by uh the the Dallas Cowboys. I haven't seen a physical specimen like that outside of guys like yourself. I mean, he dropped a 4-3, 4-3-9-40 electric oh, yeah. and I mean, that's just mind-blowing um that's mind-blowing to me and and guys like us were considered to be fast linebackers pat do you see an evolution of the linebacking position taking place right now do you think it has anything to do with seven on seven culture like if you played in today's nfl you know how you think you would fare out
11: yeah yeah i mean i, I for me I, I that was my thing i never just wanted to be considered a linebacker and, and first of all i would say shout out to mike Parsons, um, I'm happy to see him um uh, be drafted where he was and I know he's gonna go ahead and do great things and I think that's even that's great for the linebacker uh position. Again, I was kinda not making it about me, but I was kinda that same person. It was like, you know, he's too – he's he's not as he's not as uh, he might be fast, he might he not he's not big. He's not big, he's right. not you know, your big two forty, he's not your big two fifty. And I was like, Listen, man, I got heart and again, you may be bigger than me, maybe faster and stronger, but you don't have the heart that I have, and I knew that I also, I love playing different sports, and so I knew that I could be athletic, and I said to myself, I'd rather take an athletic linebacker than just take uh, just a big thumper that can't, you know, get out there on the edge or mm-hmm. can't cover receivers in the slot, mm-hmm. and none of that, and so I think uh, this guy, I believe this guy right here is going to be, this young fella is going to be one that can can do it uh, do it for him or not. So, um, and then to seven oh seven, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of it. growing up. When I grew up, you know, we didn't have 7-on-7. Right. 7-on-7 was just all cousins and uncles get out there with the football. Pick and up. And right. the <laughs> dominoes. So, that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah, I think it's. I think seven oh seven is good for the game and and really just seeing these guys move the way that they move now. And, again, when I was talking about not having that passion to play and all that outside of my feet being the way that they were, I remember saying to myself, man, these, these, these young guys are coming in. They're moving faster and faster. Tight ends are moving like receivers, running backs. Uh, running backs, they not like Brandon Jacobs or Sean Alexander no more. They moving like scat backs. I'm like these feet, just mm, man. These <laughs> feet. can <laughs> I, I, you know I I I Reggie Bush was that kind of fast. You know to me that I remember you know having to be someone that was shifty like that. That you have to be able to run and play in space. So yeah, I think. The-
13: it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
6: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts,
14: one of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career.
7: It was twenty years ago today.
4: We had a big fair of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadies. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, "Will you pass the salt and pepper?" And I misheard him. I said, "What? Salt pepper?"
14: This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs: "Yesterday," "Band on the Run," "Hey Jude," and McCartney's favorite song in his entire catalog: "Here, There, and Everywhere." Listen to season two of McCartney: A Life and Lyrics on the iHeartRadio Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
11: Guys, these linebackers these days, you have to be able to play in space and be able to go down the middle of the field and go get guys like like Big Platt.
8: <laughs> what you uh, are you promoting anything? What you promote?
11: Uh, you know, at, at this moment, um, I'm very excited, you know, to to talk uh, to bring up uh, Coach Two, which is a uh, um, uh, coach to Coach platform. It's an online uh, coaching platform. At this moment, very heavy on you know coaches, uh, especially with the pandemic, being mm-hmm. the way that it was. Um, it was very uh, beneficial uh, for the coaches being able to meet online and um, and do that. So, yeah. So just doing Coach to at this very moment, hoping to um, you know. Um, What's the ad- that- What's the address, what? Pat? Uh, www.coachtube.com.
8: Coach Tube T U B E. Like the number two two T U
11: B E. So it's C O A C H T U B E. Yeah. And again, it's an online coaching platform and really heavy to coaches to coaches platform. And hopefully soon, player to player. But right now, um, yeah, go check it out and um, hopefully you can um, click on some stuff that you like and, and learn some things.
8: Gotta love it. Seven time Pro Bowl linebacker, five time All Pro. I, I'm sitting here thinking first ballot. I ain't know you've been out that long. I, Dude, I knew he'd overdue. been out for a while.
9: He retired just after. Man, it's crazy, bro. That's way
8: overdue for Pat Willis not to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Again, it, it there's there. I've had a lot of questions and conversations surrounding some of the the legitimacy of some of the things that take place. I don't understand why Fred Taylor isn't in the Hall of Fame. I don't understand why Tony Baselli isn't in the Hall of Fame. I don't understand why Patrick Willis isn't a first ballot Hall of Famer. But that's just me putting it out there into the, the, the atmosphere that that's something that has to be a conversation that gets rectified, uh, very quickly. And Tori Holt, like, come on, man. And Reggie Wayne. Now there's a few that I feel like a certain type of way about, but that's here nor there, Pat, man, we appreciate you giving us some time. You are welcome to come back on this show and, and, and put people up on game as much as you like friend of a show. And obviously you got a fan in me as well. So man, we appreciate you coming on, man.
11: No, I appreciate
8: you all for having me, man. Appreciate it.
10: Appreciate you, Pat. Yo,
11: Pat, take
7: yourself, baby. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR
13: to listen live. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the Three and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all. On the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year round. Listen to the Three and Out podcast with me, John Middlecom, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love to be remembered as the
1: person who gives the best birthday gifts,
9: Yeah, fresh as I Hey, hey. Yeah.
8: Welcome back into the show. You're listening to Up On Game. We had a whole lot take place, man. i tell you what, uh, from talking about Aaron Rodgers and where he should end up, sounds like he should go to the Broncos if some way, somehow that were to take place. We had Pat Willis on. Patrick Willis, the Patrick Willis. That is a travesty that he is not in. The National Football League Hall of Fame. Yeah. We're gonna have to have some conversations about that,
10: fellas. Man, um, the, the Hall of Fame. man, Listen, we gotta fix this. Jeez, bro, it, it, this is getting this is getting outlandish and egregious. It's, it just doesn't make any sense. You're talking about a first, five time first team All Pro linebacker, one of the greatest linebackers ever. We're not talking boy. about a generation. No, that's ever. a bad.
9: That's a bad man right there. Ever. Had we really gotten a full-fledged Brazil story, we would have been l- – Black, <laughs> you would have been like, no.
10: I, I still got to get it the It literally story.
9: was like they were I told, we don't want no recordings. Don't pull out your phone. Don't record anything. Oh, was And on. so he pulled his phone out just kind of recording <laughs> the city and the, the lights down below, and right. one of the dudes pulled out the gun and was about to kill him. Oh, and the no. guy that was like their escort was like speaking to him in Portuguese. Like, no, no, no. He didn't care. He was like, because we told them don't pull out the phone. Right. Wow. So he, Yeah. Jeez. No, it was like a long. It was that funny. It's funny now. But I'm sure right. at the time he was like, what have I just done? And that's what you
8: get on Up On Game. You get the real. You get great stories. You get to hear about good insight, it's a beautiful thing man that's pat willis if you missed anything on the show be sure to go to the podcast wherever you download your podcast subscribe rate review it let a friend know we're appreciative of everybody who has been supporting our show and continue to support our show spread the word shots out to our 600 affiliates that are out there shots out to you tj shots out to you plex Gav, we're gonna miss you, bro. But we wish you all the luck in the world, my my big, big sexy fella. Um, yeah, and and we're gonna be back next week. One thing's for certain, we come back every single week and make this thing happen on up on game. This is Fox Sports Radio, and you've just been uh, well. Up on Gamer Sized. (laughs) Enjoy this music because, you know what, I really have nothing else left to give you. So listen to the music and the beat as we go Stay tuned to Steve Hartman and Jeff Swartz. There you go. I like that. Nice plug. Big heart.
1: Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com tune in.
0: Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us, each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have thirty plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this: you can save up to thirty percent off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to thirty percent off. So, here's what you do: book your stays at GraduateHotels.com. That's GraduateHotels.com.
1: With the lucky Land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere.